what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too ridiculous or weird in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack for details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with Megan and Suzanne on A to Zen FM. We're listening. Oh. No, we're talking. It's not a listening show. It's a talking show. <laughs> All right, darling. <laughs> With that introduction, um, <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm Suzanne. Did you say that, uh, that who you were? I don't yes, think I even thought that. I did. Oh, you did. I'm Suzanne on A to Z. Well, oh, you're all you, together. Maybe you couldn't distinguish me from everything I else I said. Yeah, I'm not hearing you very well, so I think you need to you figure out your earphones or something. Um, yeah. How about that? But Yeah, that's better. That's better. Yay. We're just doing some technical issues, people. No worries. We will get to the topic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm excited about this topic. We are actually just have been talking about this topic for the last 45 minutes, and we have come to find out um, that Megan and I differ quite a bit um, around. Mm -hmm. So you might get um, you might get to hear a roll a roll like we're just going to yeah, fight all day, right? We're going to fight, fight, fight. Um, <laughs> Well, I actually think it's pretty yeah. cool, right? Because like so many people go and and this is something that I I don't like in the metaphysical world. And people go, "This is how it is. This is how it works. This is the truth about this." And it's like I think that with 7.5 billion people on this planet, there's 7.5 billion ways to live a life, and to mm -hmm. and there's things that we can point to that help us increase that life and help us expand that life and like. You know, just the idea of if you live in conclusion, you're going to have more limitations than if you live in question, those kinds of things. But I think that I think what's really awesome about you and I is we do differ on a lot of things. And so we can give different perspectives and let people choose for themselves what feels like to them, what feels like and right to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're talking about emotions today. And are you using your emotions against you? And I think that there is really a lot of different ideas about emotions because we all have them. And, you know, what we coach a lot around kind of people that are newer into personal development is that they, you know, they have denied their emotions. They've denied their feelings. They've stuffed them. We learned, we all learned to do that as children, um, that it wasn't okay to have all of that. Um, and so... Um, you know, for a, 
for those new into personal development, it's about opening up and feeling those feelings that have been buried um, since we were kids. And so that's a lot of what we still, I would say that I, I coach around that a lot for people. And, you know, I think that for people who've been in the personal development field for a long time, um, they tend to kind of pendulum swing a bit and they go over to the other side where pretty much they're feeling their feelings you know, all day, every day, and it's creating <laughs> and motion it's creating, in the ocean. <laughs> you know, and so there's a lot of people actually not even creating forward momentum because they're so wrapped up in and kind of in a way almost wallowing or repeating their stories and repeating the patterns and getting kind of um, – overwhelmed and with all that emotion. And so where do you find the balance? Where do you find that? And and what is true about emotions? Like what what are they? Why are why do we have them? And how can we actually um use them to our advantage? So that is the topic today. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that um access is distinction, access consciousness distinction um, it's been really, really helpful for me because it is something that I've struggled with. Like I grew up in a family of emotional retards and like it was like we didn't, we weren't allowed them. Like they, except for when shit hit the fan and, you know, people were getting thrown out of windows and such, you know, like it's, <laughs> um, and it was just like, it was not okay. Like in our family, it was seen that the intellect was where the power was. And Mm -hmm. if you had feelings, that meant that you were weak. And um, so, of course, I just stuffed them to the nines and, you know, partied through it. And then moving into my work with, um, I did primal work for a while, primal therapy. It's the pounding of the pillows and raging against humanity and all kinds of things, which was a little dramatic, I have to say. But it helped me, I mean, I've just... I, I just, as I'm talking right now, I realize the journey I've been on with feeling um, nothing mm-hmm. more than anyway. So the <laughs> so then I went from that to um, studying with Gay and Kathleen Hendricks, who I they really simplified it and they didn't do it in a dramatic way. And they were like, basically, there's five core feelings, and everything else is kind of uh, works um, is a combination of those. Sadness, fear, anger, joy, and sexual feelings. And that um, that the feelings were actually designed as part of our creative life force, and they're intended to be used for creation. And that was great, because then I could stop pounding pillows and go, okay, cool, how can I write a song with my sadness, right? So I would... I started to learn how to move that energy into creation. Um, but I would have to say even in, in that work, there's a lot of people that were like, I'm sad right now. And like there was this sort of significance around feelings, and that's kind of where I'm at today is that making feelings significant will always have that. You always stop the forward movement if you're making the feelings significant. And then mm-hmm. moving into um, to my work with access where they make this distinction where they say that the body is the one part of us that feels and the being perceives. And so that 
feelings, what they call feelings, are the lower harmonic of awareness, meaning that it's where the body experiences its awareness is through that its feelings. And that's really helpful because, like, a lot of feelings, number one, aren't ours. 98.8% of our feelings, 98.9% of our feelings aren't even ours. And that was where I got into trouble with the Hendrix because everything I felt, I thought it belonged to me. And then I had to process. I was I was processing better, but I was processing all the freaking time, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I love that distinction of being aware. Like most people who are listening to a radio show like this, you do have you're you're sensitive. You have awareness. You're energetic in nature, and so you walk into a building, and if there's a lot of people sad in that building, you're going to feel that. And so, to be able to go, okay, is this mine? Number one, when this energy comes in and I'm perceiving some energy to go, is it mine? And if it lightens, just return it to sender and then go, okay, what what if this is mine? And then looking at that from how can I take it, use it to my advantage? How can I move forward with this? What am I perceiving here? And we're going to go deeper into that. But I kind of wanted to give just a, an overall um map of the journey that I've had with emotion it's definitely been uh, a, it's been a conflicted journey I have to say mm-hmm. yeah I think that's really true for most people um, actually is uh, emotion is a very challenging arena um, I think for me you know I would say it, my family was very very emotional they were very like explosive in their energies um and and yet there was a whole bunch that was completely dismissed or minimized and especially you know us as kids i would say that it, we were always told to stop you know stop emoting um and so you know that's my experience is that there's so many of us that actually don't even know how to allow that energy to go through our bodies um and um so and so when i got into inner work, I would say that I made emotion very significant. And I was really, I would say that I over-emoted. Um, <laughs> and so, Ooh. you know, that's kind of where... I've never kind seen of where, that, babe. <laughs> yeah, it's know. really, it's hard for me to reference that. <laughs> so it's an interesting thing with Megan and I, our relationship, because what I would say is that I... Um, you know, she tends to go internal um, with her emotions, and I tend to go external with my emotions, and we somehow meet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Most days. <laughs> Most days. Most days. So, you know, she would say to me that I tend to get wrapped up in my emotions and it actually stops me or prevents me from being um overall you know happy and creative and productive and i would say that she um tends to internalize her emotion too much um so then she creates like these kind of energetic walls and doesn't even know that she's done it because she's internalized all this stuff um and so and actually hasn't processed the emotion piece of it to actually get through to the other side so we are very very cute together um <laughs> And, and, you know, tend to come from, you know, both sides, right? Like, so for me, I'm like, okay, well, 
part of the main reason why we come to this earth, to this planet, and have a body is so that we can experience emotion, um, so that we can experience all things with the body, um, which ha- has a lot more intensity to the visceral experience than just being a being, just being a spirit. Um, so for me, it's like, okay, that's part of the journey here, Um on earth and I see like I see it as you know that emotion even if you are even if you do get wallowed in it sometimes it's still an experience and we're here to experience um and I would say would Megan would you like to kind of say you're part of that yeah I actually don't think that's why we're here I think we're here to create and that but what I would say is that the place that we I think the the and in this conversation has to do with like basically having allowance for the energy called emotion, not trying to override it, not trying to pretend it's not there, which I tend towards, right? But to have mm-hmm. this allowance for it and then to kind of go, okay, cool, is it mine? Mm-hmm. Willing to receive it because they, you know, emotion is energy and motion, and what is energy? Energy, all of energy, um, allows to perceive and be when we have an energy in our body. Um, then we can actually ask. You know, what am I perceiving here and how can I use it to my advantage? Like to me that at the end of the day, this is the place where I feel like there is a transition from the sort of the line of therapy and mostly what's taught in the metaphysical world is like you say, I feel sad, I feel bad, is what I'm feeling like Hey babe. Um I'm there's a lot a lot of static. Um and so I'm actually not really hearing what you are saying. Um so um can <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe there's just so much energy in what Megan is trying to say, right? If <laughs> she is that she is gone. Um, so I'm not so, gone, hun. I was just, you were well, talking. Well, you're super, super cutting in and out. Like, we can only hear, like, every two or three words, my darling. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, so, and then we kind of totally lost you for, like, about ten seconds. So, I think okay. you just have a lot of emotion in your words or something, and it's coming through the airway. <laughs> <laughs> Ro, can what's how am I now? You're better now, yeah. Okay, um, so can I finish what I was saying? Yeah, I don't think we uh, all of us even got what you were saying. So maybe start over. <laughs> oh dang it! Okay, so what what I was trying to say, and and mm-hmm. and this is very tender because I'm talking about my feelings and uh-huh. what I was your feelers. Mm-hmm. My my feelers. Um, what I the, the the distinction that I would make is that if it's energy and motion, 
you don't have to own it. It's just like, oh, I'm perceiving an energy right now. What am I aware of? Even going beyond calling it sad, calling it mad, calling it all those things, which is what I taught for years and years and years, is to have people identify the emotion. But what I found is, is that people over-identified with the emotion and the emotion became them. Some people put mm-hmm. sadness into their identity or anger into their identity. This is just who I am. I mean, it's very emotional. Mm-hmm. And they use their emotion actually to make drama rather than to create their lives. And so what I'm learning is to kind of just like pause and go, okay, what is this energy? What am I aware of? And how can I use this to create my life? How can I use this for my advantage? And one of the things we have misidentified and misapplied so many emotions, like, for instance, anger. Anger is oftentimes potency. Um, sadness and joy have been misidentified and misapplied. A lot of people have the sadness hooked to their joy because every time they got happy, something bad happened, right? And then fear and excitement get really confused. And what if it was all just energy? And we could go, okay, I'm sensing something right now. I'm feeling something right now. Receive it and and really ask how you can use it to create. That was what I was mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with you. Like, actually. Oh, um, what? I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, where it's like that energy has become part of their identity. So I see this a lot with people who have go and get diagnosed, like as bipolar or they're depressed or, you know, they have depression, and it becomes their identity. And then they make it so, so significant in the world that that's how they show up every day because that is their identity. Right. So um, so there is a big difference between um, between having that energy come through you um, and allowing it, receiving it, um, allowing it to come through you, but not making it significant and really juicing it, I would say, Um, you know, like when I get out of the story and the drama triangle of victim, villain, hero, that energy is that emotion is telling me something. It's either asking me to kind of heal a a wounded part or it's asking me to step up. Like, you know, I'll get super um, excited or fearful, excited when I know I'm going to up-level in my life and then I know I'm on to something and then I'm, like, ready to go, right, and that I actually should go forward and move towards that feeling um, rather than um, shut down or hide or whatever. So, um, so I I really think you've made a good point as far as the the process in um, in kind of facing into the emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not identifying it. Even like I am sad. Not even like I'm sad because we've misidentified that energy so much definitions of what we think that means that it I find it more helpful to just go okay I've, there's some mm-hmm. um, darling you're breaking up again oh yeah. <laughs> I think what I'll do is yeah, call back in when we go on break yes let's go on break people so you're listening to love life and all things weird and we are 
making things staticky with all this emotion talk. So we'll be back in a minute. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We are talking about emotions today. And the chat room is like taking off. We've got all kinds of questions and what I love about this topic so much is that everybody has experiences with emotions. Um, and so everybody has a point of view, which is great, right? Because we're not actually here to tell you what your truth is. You know, we are here to kind of give you some ideas and maybe give you a new way of thinking to try it on, to see, you know, what really is true for you. Um, and that's really kind of our job. And so I'm really loving all this kind of back and forth and all of these comments and all these questions because it 
you know, what I would say is to just keep doing what you've always been doing, um, you know, how's that working for you? And is there a way that you can, um, you know, open up and get curious about this so that you can navigate this whole thing uh, perhaps a little more easily? So, darling, are you back? Yes, dear. I think I am. How do I sound? You sound awesome. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> did you miss me, baby? Yeah, I did miss you. I don't like it when you go all, like, fuzzy on me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I think emotion is one of the most misunderstood energies on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. just because we all have all these points of view about them, like from our childhood, our emotions good, our emotions bad. Um, I'm having an experience. I just want to experience my feelings. Like we have all of this stuff, you know, and then all the way over to like emotions are completely unnecessary because I'm spiritual and I'm in my cave and I'm humming and don't need to feel. You know, like it's like mm-hmm. there's just such a range of that. And, and I feel like that's why I think that, you know, like questions are one of the best ways to get clarity for yourself about, like, oh, like, what is this? You know, like, what is this for me? How can I use this? Um, why is this here? Like, is it mine? <laughs> you know, um, all of those kinds of questions can help us get um, more clear about what the energy is. And the thing about it is, is that most of why we call something good or bad, like, a uh, because people talk a lot about positive emotions and negative emotions, it's simply points of view. And that's why, like, there's a lot of questions in the in the chat room about how when people, they're in an emotional environment and they tend to resist it because they tend to take it on. And a lot of people, a lot of sensitives do that. That's why we're uncomfortable with emotion because we tend to just freaking be sponges and absorb it. But if you can take the points of view off of it, like, oh, you know, Hmm, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. What if emotion is simply energy, right? Mm-hmm. Energy in motion or energy, and if it's just energy, it's not good or bad, then I can utilize that for my benefit, right? And there was also a question in the chat room about like, but I but I want to experience my emotion all the way through. Well, one of the things that I saw in my work with the Hendrix and one of the things they taught, but I also saw it and I experienced it for myself, is that emotion, a wave of emotion, if we don't have any points of view about it, and if we're not trying to suppress it, repress it, depress it, whatever, it'll move through in about anywhere between 20 seconds and two minutes. And so it's like it's not about anything longer than that is a form of like wallowing or like kind of spinning out in them, right? And it and it makes us less aware because the point of emotion is awareness. The point of emotion is to bring awareness and creative energy forward. And anything that gets in the way of that, whether it's my side of the fence, which is like, okay, I'm better now. Bye. Let's be happy. Let's be friends, right? If I'm doing an override, then I'm not going to receive it and I'm not going to allow the awareness that it might bring me. But conversely, if I'm sitting over there going, I need to fail, like I'm going into a process that is n- maybe not necessary or I'm I'm spending too long in it and then maybe missing an opportunity to move the energy and get the awareness. 
What are your mm-hmm. thoughts, darling? This is just world of world mm-hmm. of the <laughs> Yes, darling. I think that's good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Why so, like, you, I darling? Guess, yeah, like I guess what I would like to kind of explore is what what Shakti was asking and also Kaylin in the chat room about like this diff- like how does what is perceiving what's allowance what's receiving like do we receive other people's energies or do we just send it back and like all that kind of stuff how it can get a little bit like dicey and confusing mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> you just asked me six questions darling I'm not sure where to start <laughs> Where would you like to start, honey, with all of that? I know. It's kind of like what we were talking about before, and I think that's what I was trying to, like, lead you into, is that, you know, when we're we're minimizing or denying our emotions, then we're actually not doing any kind of receiving. And we actually really have to receive our own emotions and be in allowance of that Um, Mm -hmm. when it's ours, Right. Um, and even when it's not ours, I would say, there's a place where we've got to, like, just allow it in and, and and be with it, even to just be able to return it. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well and I think that um, if I'm pretending that I'm above all that, then I'm probably not even going to be aware that I'm running other people's stuff. And then I'm going to be running other people's stuff 24-7 because I'm not allowing myself to be aware that I'm in an energy that isn't mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you wrote down the process. Would you like to share it? <laughs> well, I thought we were d- helping them define the different things. So we talked about receiving, right? So mm-hmm. receiving mm-hmm. is um, like... To me, it's like taking all my barriers down and it's like being in total allowance, like, okay, something's occurring right now, right? One of my favorite tools that I would give clients who were in doing the denial of their emotion or trying to override it is like I help them to see it's sort of a no vote. Like when you have energy running through your body, in that moment, you don't have a vote that it's running through your body. What you have a vote is what you do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So the tool mm-hmm. that I would say is like, okay, today is Wednesday, <laughs> and I'm feeling mad at my husband in this moment. Right? It is what it is, and so it's just like receiving is kind of like that. It's just like, oh, hmm, there's something that I'm perceiving as sadness happening for me right now, and that just willingness to be in allowance of an is right. Like today is Wednesday. Do we fight with the idea that today is Wednesday? Well, maybe our people in Sweden and China and Bolivia might say, (laughs) well, it's not Wednesday, it's Thursday. But mostly for North America, you're not going to fight with the idea that it's Wednesday. So it's sort of a what is is, you know. And Mm -hmm. if I'm in that, if you can kind of feel the energy of of what just happened, right, what is Mm -hmm. is. And that actually Mm -hmm. takes us into that receiving and they say, okay, then that allows me to ask a question. Is it mine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is receiving and that is an allowing. And then if it's if you say, is it mine, and it lightens, 
it is already moving. It's not yours. And probably that may be all there is to it because that energy may move all the way through. There may be something still there. And that's when you might want to ask some other questions. Like, what am I perceiving? What is this energy? What is it for? What am I perceiving? Mm -hmm. What is this energy? What is this for? What am I aware of here? When we get stuck in emotion, it's often because we're resisting the awareness. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, and when you resist awareness, you tend to go into drama. Oh, it's the end of the world. So it's so Oh, look what they did to me. Right? So it's like, if you resist awareness, there's this place where you go into the drama triangle, which we've talked before about on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah can just so... go... go ahead. If I can just ask where up here, then I know this energy, I pay attention, I get as I'm receiving, I get present, and then I have choices. <laughs> yes. So what I'm becoming aware of in this moment is there is just so much damn confusion around emotions that it's just like swimming, 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 swimming through all the people who are listening to this and all the people in the chat room. And, like, like it's it's really interesting. So I would like to do some clearings around all of this. So all of the significance that we've all made on emotion and all of the ways in which we've tried to mentally, like, um, work it all out um, and get it right, uh, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pox, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Um, and everywhere that there's actually clarity here for all of us, um, but we're getting uh, wrapped up in the confusion of it. Um, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes? <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, call nine, shirts, boys, and beyond. Because I really don't think what we're trying to do here is to be like, okay, well, here is perceiving, and here is receiving, and here is allowance, and all this kind of stuff, right? I mean, it's... Um, I don't think that it's about understanding it necessarily or making sure that you, you, I feel like there's this energy of we've got to get it right. Um, And I, and I think that that's just not actually possible Um, because it's kind of a, a, like a case by case basis. And so I think what you're talking about as far as like just being open to the question, like actually just asking yourself in that moment, like, what is this, you know, and asking some additional questions. Um, it, you can lead yourself through the process really pretty easily. Um, what would you say, darling? Well, I feel like we need to do some more clearing because when you when you started clearing, about fifteen other clearings showed up in my brain. Um, cool. That is that is part of the reason that we're creating so much confusion around this? And mm-hmm. um, so, just in case this is somebody's first time on our show. Um, the clearing, the, the gobbledygook, as Suzanne just said, is something called the clearing statement. It's from Access Consciousness. If you'd like to know more, you can go to theclearingstatement.com. And it basically is, um, it's the language that takes us to the source of creation and destruction and allows us to undo it. It's quantum physics and it directs energy. And it's pretty potent and pretty powerful and it's something that we can do to clear like 
a ton of people all at the same time, which is why we use it on our show. So mm-hmm. all the definitions um, that you, every everything you've defined emotion as that it isn't, can we please uncreate mm-hmm. and destroy that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds, and everything you've decided emotion is that it isn't. Can we uncreate and destroy that place? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about emotion that you will not be aware and you will not create? Everything that mm-hmm. is, times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy that place? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds, and all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, expectations, separations, and rejections you have of feeling and emotion. Can we please uncreate and destroy that now? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds, and everywhere that you have believed emotion was the best thing about being human, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And everywhere that we've decided emotion is the worst thing about being in a body, can we agree destroy that, please? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And everywhere that we've made emotion and feeling real and significant and we have identified it as us, can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And I would like to, yeah, so that's feeling a lot lighter, people, which is awesome. Um, and I <laughs> We were confusing our own damn selves. We surely were. We were in the soup, right, because we're all in paths here, and so we're all in the soup together. And so that's kind of what we're talking about. So we all have to, like, um, you know, figure out and get out of the soup sometimes. So the other thing that I want to add, which Lori added in the chat room, and I think it's really powerful, is about the entities that we have hired to keep us stuck, right? In, and she actually does a clearing. How many entities have we hired um, in to keep us stuck in the no-choice world of emotional confusion and reaction? Um, and, and are we willing to uncreate and destroy all of that? So, yes. Thank you, Lori. Um, can we revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all our old vows, filties, canilties, commitments, agreements, pacts, and binding and bonding contracts, secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged agendas, um, spells, pacts, bindings, and any other contractual energy around emotion, around feelings, um, and around hiring entities to um, keep us um, confused and stuck and small and hidden um, and uncreative. Everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad. Bottom box, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, and with mm-hmm. that, I think we should go on break, our last break of today. So you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back for some more Around Emotion. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money 
or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. I think we opened up a can of worms, darling. A can of something. Woo! Did it get thick in here, boys and girls? Woo-hoo! I think, you know, um, something uh, Angie reminded me of in the chat room, actually, is um, she just wrote the word breathing. And, and that is also a tool that's so, so good with this because it's it really helps us in the allowance of the energy. Because when you breathe, when, you, when everybody can do that right now, it's like just take a deep breath in and notice you know, breathe really deep into your nose, put it all the way down, make yourself have a Buddha belly, right? Stick that belly out. And one of the things that the breath does is it makes room. It makes space in the body. And in that room and in that space, it allows that energy, uh, the energy and motion of emotion to move through. And mm-hmm. um, that, to me, is one of those things that's so authentic because you're not trying to allow 
you're not trying to do a tool. You just breathe, and it actually creates receiving and allowance almost instantaneously. And um, and and it just allows us to just be present with. It also helps that energy move through faster because what most people do, if you've noticed when people cry or something, like <laughs> it's like they're like literally like closing down their trachea, right? And like mm-hmm. their whole body is constricting. And one of the things that I do the most when somebody sort of shows up in my office like that is I get them breathing because it just allows it to move through much easier and it also the breath helps us move into whole brain awareness that will increase your awareness because when you go into constriction you go into resisting and reacting what you do is you go into your survival brain and the survival brain sees everything as significant and big and scary and so by Mm -hmm. breathing through in and out your nose for two or three minutes nice and deeply can really get you into a place where you're receiving and that you can really allow yourself to perceive what's occurring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a I specific love that. breath. There's a specific breath that Gay Hendricks teaches. He's like the number one breathing or number two breathing expert in the world. And one of the breaths, and I use it still every week, is called the yes breath. And it's a, a way that you move your body back and forth where your body breathes you. So it even is not you thinking the breath, it's just allowing your body to move the energy and move the breath through your body. And you can go to um, uh, Hendrix.com or the Hendrix.com, I'm not sure what it is, and they generally have a video teaching you about the Yes Breath on their site. And it's really dynamic in that it just allows the energy to flow. And it allows you to be more present. It allows you to be more aware and it allows you to receive better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what I... I think what we're trying to do here is just give you some new ideas and some new awareness around emotions. And so this breathing technique is just so powerful. Like you you can't go wrong with that. And so anytime that you are feeling like emotion, big emotion or big reaction, that breathing can be the shift move that's really required. And I also... You know, like in another tool that I would say is really powerful um, is to really, to again, ask questions. You know, it's kind of like when you have that big reaction saying like, what what is this? Well, who am I being? You know, like how old am I being? And clearing that, you know, because oftentimes that... um, the energy that we feel is old, old energy that's, um, you know, hidden in our body or that hasn't actually been processed and healed. And I think a really other, another awesome tool for recognizing whether you're getting too much into emotion or you're kind of wallowing in your emotion is if you find yourself reprocessing the same uh, drama trauma over and over and over again, like really like the same words you know, the same script, the same story that happened 10 years ago. Um, If you find yourself still getting wrapped up in what I would call a trifold sequencing system, right, which is an access access idea, then you know that you're actually not healing um, whatever you're healing or coming back to awareness, you're actually getting stuck in the pattern or in the sequence. And so it's actually not helpful to continue to feel it over and over and over again. 
Um, and so you can ask yourself truth. You know, am I in, you know, a trifold sequencing pattern right now? Is this actually useful to, you know, to feel all the way through this, you know? Um, and so, that, again, asking questions and becoming aware of of those places where we're repeating something and it's actually not um, healing. It's not actually um, doing anything really productive except for taking us out of our lives and out of our creation. Mm-hmm. And only you can know that, right? It's like um, there was a comment in the chat room about, um, I feel like I've been breathing through my grief, but I'm, I don't know whether I'm really receiving it. And um, the thing is, is that if it, if when you breathe through it and it feels light, you're receiving it. Again, the heaviness comes from resistance and reaction. React to or agree and align with around your emotion. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Babe, can you say that again? Because the first part cut out. Yeah. And it cut out again. <laughs> so all the clearing, the clearing that Megan was just going to say to us, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Because <laughs> the energy is here for sure. Can you guys feel the energy? Um, yeah. So um, are you there, Marilyn? Yes, I am. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, so we're clearing, and we don't even know what we're clearing. You can't hear me? So? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you have to take it, babe. You have to take it home. I know. I don't even know where to go with this one, right? Like, um, everything that this has brought up and let down for everybody, you know, this is a really, really big topic. I haven't felt this kind of um, heaviness um, around a topic for a super long time on our show. So I know we're feeling all of the listeners, we're also feeling all of the future listeners too. Um, And so everything that this is bringing up for everybody and everywhere we've aligned and agreed with or resisted and reacted and we thought we had to align and agree or we had to resist and react in order to actually get through and know our truth around emotions and feelings. Uh, Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes. Yes. Right and wrong. (laughs) Good and bad. Bought and bought all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere that you're outsourcing, your own awareness around your emotional um, landscape. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, goes and beyond. <laughs> We're all just breathing. Everybody's breathing. We're just going to breathe some more. Yes, because, you know, although we are in these human bodies and although part of being in this human body is to um, navigate the emotional realm, like our point is, is that that emotion can be used for us. It can be um, used to our advantage. And maybe that's even a question that you actually ask is, you know, How can, like, obviously through your own process and on the other end of it, 
saying, like, how can I use this to my advantage? Like, what is this for? And, you know, what is my body and my being trying to tell me with this energy, right? Um, so there's some questions for you. I do want to remind everybody that um, we are so excited to be bringing Dr. Lisa out for the Utah tour. And so I just wanted to give you a heads up, like we are talking at noon today, to figure out whether we're actually going to live stream some of these classes, the, the Creating Business Beyond Abuse and the ROAR class, um, which is Dr. Lisa's signature class, um, Radically Orgasmically Alive Reality is what ROAR stands for. And that's what she's all about in that two-day class. And so we, we actually might be live streaming it. And so we wanted to mention that to all of our airwaves, all of our people who are listening today and who will be listening in the next few weeks. Those classes are November 2nd through the 7th. And, um, and they're going to be incredible, amazing. And wouldn't that be awesome if we could have people from all over the world uh, come into our Park City event. Um, so that's, um, stay tuned for that. There will be more information about that on our Facebook pages, um, also on Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Um, please, if you're not a part of Weird on the Air, we want you to come and play with us. Um, we always post extra stuff. We have a really awesome group of awesome individuals. It's awesome. Can you tell? I'm, I'm saying it's awesome. So you just need to come and join us and be part of our community. Um, our whole intention and purpose is to create a worldwide community around consciousness and around um, owning your weird. And so if you don't come and join us in that party, you're missing out. So, um, so just And tell your friends about it. Yeah, yeah. Tell your friends about it. Um, invite them to join us. And what can we create, um, all of us together, in this new energy of consciousness and claiming who we truly be? Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week for more uh, Love Life and All Things Weird. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.